Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. Hey there, hi there, ho there, sports lovers. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, our podcast where we talk sports and get our buzz on. And as always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious, Strangeland Brewery. Beer for any occasion. Beer for every occasion. And a beer for all occasions. That's right, folks. Uh, your boy Coach is in the building. He's hosting the show. Dale, he's out. We've gotten rid of him. We got our producer, Ballad. How's it going, Ballad? It is going. Not quite prepared. Howdy, Not Bill. quite, but that's also our boy, Hank Hill, and my co-host tonight, Mr. Chad. No nickname, good all. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, like I said, no Dale. Uh, it is Monday. It's always October, a good day when there's no Dale. October 29th, different day than normal, so that's wrong on this sheet. Uh, we are recording from Austin, Texas in Casa de Ballad. Thanks for hosting us, Ballad. It's a pleasure to host the podcast. And, uh, of course, we're drinking delicious Strangeland Brewery. Uh, this is our pro show for the week. Uh, we got some Monday night football going on, uh, but we'll catch you up on some show business, uh, some things that not football. Uh, we'll recap this week uh, and talk a little bit of the stories and uh, see what we got in our nightcap. Uh, I should mention our other... Sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground and River Outfitter down in New Braunfels. Check them out, uh, mountainbreezecamp.com. Give them a call, get your reservation in. Camping's good right now. The weather is perfect for it. Uh, and I'll say real quickly on Strangeland, uh, this is the time of year they do their beer poking, mm. which if you haven't done it, then mm. are, are you even drinking beer? Are you even living? Uh, so check them out on Facebook and Twitter, uh, at Strangeland Brew. Uh, they list all of their... Uh, different occasions where you can go poke beers with the guys and, of course, tell them the guys from Sports Plus sent you. Yeah, and they do it all over Austin, so it's a great event. Go out, check it out, uh, show them some love. We are on Twitter also at SportsBuzzTX. We are also on SoundCloud and iTunes, so go give us a subscribe, a follow, give us a five-star review, let us know what you think, uh, or just tell us the story. We don't care. We may not read it anyway, so can't guarantee anything. Yes. Uh, but hey, let's go ahead and get the show started and uh, get the ball rolling this week. Do it. Do some show business. All right, Ballard. We'll start off with some show business. What's What's on that one piece of paper? What, what's up with your first? So first piece of show business. We have one real show guide for tonight. Ballard, why don't you go ahead and explain yourself? Uh, I, I know the water boil is over. So are you on a paper shortage at the office? Well, everyone knows I'm very environmentally uh, sound and cautious. So uh, when our our good friend Chad here, uh, no nickname Chad, uh, did did not reply saying that he would be coming to the show, I just figured that he wouldn't. He never does anyways. Why am I to believe any different? So I did not print him off a show guide in the effort of of saving Mother Nature. She's very important. And then, uh, of course, now he's here and we have one less show guide uh, than we need. So, or I guess, yes, one less show guide than we need, which is better than most weekends where we have two extra than we than we should have. So uh, I think on average, uh, we're killing about three extra trees a week uh, on this show. Sounds about right. Yeah, that was pretty good. Explain yourself. It's good. It's good logic. Completely understand. So he said he had a flu shot and he wasn't scared. So I didn't think I had to explain myself on if I was coming or not. But 
Well, that's true. So we're we're prepared. Uh, are, are you doing all right? I, I, I'm I'm gonna manage. Uh, I will be coughing throughout this episode. Right. Um, I try to take as much medication as the bottle said was recommended. Um, uh, before I came, so yeah, the maximum recommended dosage. I'm not gonna go over it, exactly. but I'm gonna hit it. Yeah, uh, well, you have to. I, I have to. I the have doctors to. put on the back of the bottle to drink that much, so yeah. So I got to do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, doing well here, having fun. How's your cousin's wedding? Worth it? Uh, worth to- getting totally worth it. Terribly um, ill over. Well, <laughs> I, I I didn't feel ill there. I felt ill actually whenever I was in Atlanta, flying out from there. So oh, as Atlanta. people do yeah. when they're in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. So uh, wedding was great. Uh, got super drunk with the fam. Um. Uh, that, I mean, it was fantastic, but the plane trip back, I will tell you this, if you're sick and you're on a plane, it's one of the it's worst terrible. feelings ever. It's so bad. So I will, I will say that, but does it, is it feel bad on your respiratory system or you, do you feel bad that you're getting everybody else on the plane? Oh, I get two shits about everyone else on the plane. <laughs> I feel more bad that one, like whenever you get up in that altitude, if you're like congested your ears, it's almost impossible to pop them. And then you're also stuffy. So you're blowing your nose all the time. I mean, you just literally feel ill you know it's one of the worst feelings ever so um i could care less about the guy that sat next to me though he slept say, the whole time one of the bonuses of being on a plane sick is that no one wants to sit next to you so yeah. if, if there are open seats that person will do anything they can to get away from you so sometimes sure. i'll get on a plane and i'll, I'll just pretend <laughs> to be sick you know let's get best thing is logic. just let the person next to you go god I, I get so i get so sick on these planes i usually throw up i don't know it's gonna hi i'm zach by the way what's your name and and then uh and then it's off. Oh, and then they tell you enough. that's a drink. So yeah, go ahead, oh. go ahead and take a Give drink. Give me two. That's true. Go ahead and take a drink. Oh, break and roll. Uh, you see, you forgot about that. See, I'm it's on funny. my game right now because I've been avoiding something this whole show so far, and that's our next piece of show business. Which, uh, yeah, Coach cheated on us, uh-huh. which I I did. Proudly, yeah, you did proudly. Yeah, if you listen to the amateur hour last week, uh, in the, the whole amateur hour, the whole thing. If you listen to the very end, Coach divulged to us in the outro music that he went on another podcast didn't tell us and i think it's now time for you to explain yourself coach i think it is uh so i have multiple fantasy leagues uh one of my more enjoyable fun leagues uh there's a lot of gambling and debauchery that happens in this league so that's can i get an invite kind of kind of fun uh of it but uh it's a bunch of college friends uh mostly roommates and it centers around a house that we partied at quite often which uh leads you to why this league is the way it is uh i was in last place last year uh so i wore the outfit the keg girl outfit uh i got water tank hat dunked multiple times at the draft party um but i'm currently seven and zero in the league i'm dominating right now uh behind all of my players i mean just absolute domination not the jinx and i'm sure that will continue on for the rest of the players. no 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 no, it's fine um but yeah so uh a couple of the guys on there decided they want to do a podcast for that fantasy league uh and so it's been fun kind of keeping up with some of the bets uh recapping some of the stuff and having several people on throughout uh the season come on the podcast well in lieu of my absence coming for this show for a brief period of time uh, a Tuesday that had rained quite heavily. You guys were certain I was going to be here. Uh, I ghosted the text for a reason, and it was because I knew I was not going to come all the way down south. I was going to stay up north and do this podcast recording with them, uh, and it was a lot of fun, I will say. But uh, the best part of it was they do their promo in the beginning of their show, and so their whole promo to the show was me for this po- our podcast, the Sports Buzz, on their podcast. So, a little cross promo. Okay. I did have a good reason for doing it. You know, Coach, I'm glad that I wrote down uh, last week that you had cheated on us because I had forgot all the little details in this of why I was so upset. First off, if you cheat on your wife and then you come home and tell your wife that while you were cheating on her, you were telling the girl you were cheating on her with how beautiful she was, that doesn't make it okay, okay? You can't go on someone else's podcast, promote ours, and then come in here and tell us how you were talking all good about us to try to make you feel better. The, the second thing is I had totally forgot that not only did you go on another podcast, but you did it on a night when we were recording ours. 
I think that's the part that hurts the most. I'm not going to lie. That's the one that's that's sticking with me the hardest right now. Well, I will say it was one week after my announcement of not being on here. So I wasn't yep. going to come right back on the show. It was a good, valid reason. Uh, second of all, I, <laughs> see it, I see it more as cheating on my wife and calling out my wife's name while <laughs> I cheat and then coming home back to my wife. That's how I see that. That's terrible logic, but definitely understand. Uh, here's another thing. You, know, you said this podcast has been going on for a while. Is this the first time? Well, is this the first time? Oh, yeah. The, the one time? and only. How am I supposed to believe that? Yeah. Go go check it out. It's on SoundCloud. Well, I'm not going to go listen to someone else's <laughs> podcast, okay? Come on. I mean, if you don't listen to ours, I don't I listen to this podcast. Listen. <laughs> I didn't expect you to, so. Well. All right. Well, well, well. I, I, I will say that we, we moved the date specifically so that you can make these podcasts. And I'm here. I made, I made it on Mondays. You I made it two I, of I, the three I, Mondays. I'll See, say but, this, it, but it makes me wonder what you really have going on on Tuesdays. Because well, now I got an open schedule. See? Back to Maction. Yep. Uh, Dale, if you are out there on a podcast right now, don't you can't come back. No, I can't come. I can't. I can't do this twice. Well, see, that's why. That's why you had to switch it to Monday here, is because on Tuesday tomorrow, guess where this guy's going? I know. He's going to the other. Not going back. Go to League Podcast. I'm not going back. All right. But that, podcast, that moves us boys. on to your piece of business, yep. Mr. Goodall. My piece of business. Uh, you don't have a real name. Uh, well, I guess you have a real name, but we yeah, don't, I don't. We don't have a name anymore. for you. You don't have a real uh, fake name yet. So we decided we were going to come up with nicknames today, uh, and of course Dale failed to show up. Didn't give us a list or anything because I doubt he, he did his homework. Worthless. Uh, He's not really the creative type, anyways. But Ballad, why don't you uh, why don't you hit me with some of your thoughts for uh, old Mister Chad Goodall's new nickname? So uh, my first thought was that I like having things on the board that I can click. So I just kind of scanned on the on the Hank vocabulary board, and I, I found this little gem. Carlos? I mean, that would be real fun just uh, to to, be, to have Chad be known as Carlos on this show. And, I mean, just the, the way that sounds coming off the board. Carlos? So good. Um, my second one, and, and I'll give Dale a little bit of credit on this, was that Chad is, is such a ghost on this show. Like, he's here, he's there, he'll be here, and then it's like six weeks later he comes back. So well, let's try champion, yeah. So, some some ghost type name. So I'm thinking of going going with uh with Casper. Ooh. Okay. Is Casper so the a C or a K? A C. Okay. Well, Casper's also th- that like fits here. a child in the ghost world, but yeah. Well, you're kind of the child of this podcast. You would be the You do have the head of a child. I mean that's that's not an understatement. No. Yeah. Uh, I have to wear children's hats. Well just saying. It's cause uh, your brain is smaller than the rest of us. That's true. That is true. And uh, th- those are my two submissions right now. Uh, one I like more than the other. Carlos? And, uh, Carlos. <laughs> Carlos? It's like a question every time it says it. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Es esta Juan Ocupado. <laughs> yes. All right, all right, Hank, you're going to have to calm down a little bit. Um, so I came oh, up with no, a few thanks. today as well, um, and I centered around a theme as well. So look at that, Bella. We we did our work. Ding ding ding! Congratulations. Um, I we we always address him as Mister Chad Goodall. We always have. Um, I think sure. it's it's very formal. It's uh, appropriate for how he behaves and looks and acts. Uh, so I think it's only fitting. So I went along the same terms, and I went with a Mister to begin them all, mm. and then his nickname. My first thought was Mister Know It All. Chad's Chad's like the lawyer in our friend group, so he's <laughs> he's always right about his point. Whether we're Whether talking about right that point or, or not, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's irrelevant. <laughs> sure. uh, but Mister Know It All, uh, I like our new. Contributor to the show, MDR. Uh, he's been he's been pretty nice. Matty AKA Noballs. Mr. Matty Noballs. Mr. Matthew David Rudd. Uh, so I also went with Mr. Knows About Balls. Mm. <laughs> Following a new theme with our nicknames around here. Chad is one of the biggest balls experts I've ever met. I mean, he knows about all of them. He knows about a lot the of balls. The big ones, the small ones, you name it. Shapes, sizes, doesn't matter. He, yep. he does know about them. Cotton balls. Lastly... Mr. Good at it all. Ooh. Chad was a well-rounded athlete. His last name is Good All. Oh yeah. So good at it all, Mr. Good at it all. I like it. 
Okay. So we've got some good nicknames to mull over. Yeah, those are some good ones. So we're going to take this show to think about it, and we'll vote on our selection in the amateur hour uh, show business. Yeah, I think we'll uh, yeah. we'll cast our ballots by the end of this one. Yeah, and, uh, we'll cast our votes. Yeah. And, uh, and then we'll go from there. See what happens. Solid. Uh, speaking of voting... For those above the age of 18 out there, it's important to get out there and vote. Right now, early voting open in the state of Texas, uh, where I'm pretty sure all of our listeners are. Anyone outside the state of Texas, I don't know where you're voting. Uh, Through Friday, November 2nd, and National Voting Day, November 6th, next week. Yeah, so get out there and vote. Do your part. Make make a plan. Make a plan and commit to it. Yep. You know what my plan was? Don't be a lazy. I uh, stumbled into a Randall's and they were holding voting. So well, look at nice. that. Worked out pretty well. Yeah. Nice. Don't be a lazy Larry. Get out there and vote. I have to go to like the actual voting place that's in Austin to vote. Why? Because my address changed. Mm, yeah. So I actually have to go to the actual whatever designated place they have for it. Yeah. So Well, that's unfortunate. It is, but hey, I still will get out there, and I still will vote. We do got to move through this a little bit more quickly, I, I'm actually down to drag this show business on as long as possible. That's less baseball I, time I kn- talk. I knew oh, we were trying to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, another Austin news, though. The boil notice, it's over. Drink that water. It's clean again. Um, yeah, I had enough Strangeland to get me by, so. Mm. Yeah. I drank the water. Look where I am now. Look at us. Look wow, at now you know that's telling. Sick of shit. Look at me now. I will say that nursing a hangover... During a boil notice, you should get some sort of gold star for did for it, that. Did any of you guys go out to 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 eat during this thing? No. I yeah, didn't. it was the worst fucking experience. Ever. It was awful. Danielle's birthday was Thurs was Thursday. Shout out Danielle, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Daniel. Um, we went out to Kirby Lane because that's where she wanted to get. She wanted to go to Kirby Lane. She wanted to get fucking queso. I don't know, like stupidest place, right? And um, they couldn't give us water. We had to have like only certain drinks. Um, Danielle wanted a mixed drink. They couldn't give her ice in it. Like it was the worst dining experience ever. Yeah, boiling is hard. It's terrible. I mean, just stop doing stuff if you're gonna do it bad. That's my biggest issue. <laughs> that's with all that's of it. mine too. And to that's cap it too. all off, we wanted just some late night fried food after a wedding this weekend, and we went to Jack in the Box. We get up to the window, and the guy's like, "Yeah, our fire, our fryer just caught on fire." And I was like, "All right, see ya." Just took off. Like, I mean, there was nothing they were going to be able to do at that point. It was a shitstorm for Austin. But it's over. The sun has shone, and we're on to a new day. Yes, we are. Uh, 24 straight days of football ballad. Yeah. Started Friday. All right. Yeah. So, uh, actually. Saddle, saddle up, gamblers. Te- technically, the, the 27 straight days of football started on Friday. And I think it even started before that. That's just when I noticed it was happening. But, yeah, we've got, we've got 24 nights of of winnable bets uh so this is what a parlay that would be this is this is really where where betters find out where uh where the paper is it's either in your bank account or it's no longer there anymore so uh, this is this is the fun time got some some action uh tuesday every every wednesday you're gonna have some football games then you got your regular programming friday saturday sunday so it's a fun uh it's a fun time to be alive if you're a, a football fan Yes, indeed. And in speaking of betting, uh, we won our show bet last week, Ballad. We took the Woo! Giants. We got to celebrate that on air in the amateur hour. That was an exciting one. A last-minute touchdown and two-point conversion hits our show bet. That was fantastic. Our show bet this week, we took the over 45 in the Monday Night Football game. Patriots are a two-touchdown-plus favorite on the road against Buffalo. And it is not looking good. We are... Almost done with the first quarter. It is 3 nothing New England. So, Dale, this one's on you. Uh, you Dale! May, even if you don't do another podcast, you may just not want to come back next week either. Sure. sure. Uh, last piece of show business before we get into not football what? talk. There's nothing left on here. Is that MDR, our new UFC guy, uh, sent us a, a nice long clip this week. So, we're going to post a bonus episode. When it gets posted... Don't ask me that. It's that's your gonna surprise. it's gonna that's the surprise part of that's the bonus part, okay? Is you'll be surprised <laughs> when I post it. So uh be on the lookout for that. Uh thank you again, Matty Noballs, for your continued contribution to the show. He always comes out swinging. Again, it sounds great. So we couldn't be happier. Yeah. But let's move on. Uh not football talk. 
one of our favorite segments during the season. Yes, and we have a lot to celebrate. Yes, we do. Because baseball season is over. Yeah, baby! We waited all year for for Sunday night. Finally, the season has come to an end, and we don't have to care about baseball anymore. Congratulations, guys. We made it. Y'all can say whatever you want, but I'm going to remind you that the Boston Red Sox are World Series champions for a whole year. The Red Sox win. They don't lose more than a game in any series. They dominate the Yankees. They dominate the Astros. And they win on the road against the Dodgers. 2018 champs, Boston Red Sox, best team in baseball, are now world champions as well. I wore my 2007 champions hat. I see that. My 2013 champions shirt. I see that too. And I ordered my commemorative pin set today for 2018. Is that is that like a shirt pin or like a riding pin? <laughs> like a shirt pin. Shirt, shirt pin. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. did they not lose two to the Astros? No, they did not. So then they went 11 and two. Yeah, 11 three. 3-1, 4-1, No, I thought they swept the Yankees. No. Did they not? Okay. So so 11-3 through the postseason, 108 wins throughout the regular season. Top four season total wins all time. All time, including the playoffs. Yep. Uh, natural season, man. I mean, being a Boston fan, uh, you know, you, got, you guys got that first one a few years ago, um, you know, with Big Poppy and everything like that. Doing it again now. I mean, how does this one feel compared to the last time you guys won it? I think this one feels great. So, four four championships in this century mm-hmm. with three different managers. So, yep. 2007, 2013 was the only time we had the same manager that was Farrell. Uh, it was Francona in 2004. And now, Alex Cora, the first Puerto Rican manager to ever win uh, and be in a World Series. He's now won as a player and a manager for the Red Sox, which is fantastic. I mean, this this season just like I never felt like there was any pressure on them because they were just so aggressive. They played like they were such underdogs, but they did that from like a leader role that it was just an amazing buy-in top to bottom from this team. Yeah. Alex Cora did a fantastic job. Steve Pierce, who has played for eight professional teams in his career, he has played for the entire American League East. He comes in, he's your MVP for the World Series. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. for what he did in the championship series. I mean, these guys with two outs just put runs on the board. They did not let up regardless of the situation. And I think that's what speaks volumes. I mean, they would have swept this series if it wasn't for an 18-inning game that the Dodgers one in walk-off fashion and a very winnable game for the Red Sox at several moments. So right. I think this was just a complete team, a complete buy-in and it was the best out of guys that you didn't necessarily know how they were going to perform. Obviously David Price had been doing so terribly in the playoffs and now he takes down two Cy Young winners in Verlander and Kershaw. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a good feeling and the nerves were never there because Cora was just so aggressive. Honestly, it was just a fun team to watch go out and play. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I completely agree. Um, I didn't watch the entire 18-inning game, but what a freaking marathon that was. I mean, unbelievable. Longest game postseason history. Um, I don't even know what the time was on it. It was just so – it was stupid. Uh, I think it ended at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I did watch that whole game because I bet yeah, on the Utah-UCLA game. And I was just waiting for it to end. I'm at a party where there's only one TV. Just like someone let this game end. Everyone knows what the outcome of this series is going to be. I need to see if Utah is going to cover. That was frustrating. <laughs> that That's when, people, when I think back at 2018 World Series, that is the moment that I will be remembering <laughs> is why does there have to be one Red Scott Red Sox fan at this party who won't let me turn the TV? It was Ooh, terrible. That makes sense. Uh, Halloween party? Halloween party. What was costume? He was dressed as a Red Sox fan. Like I'm not the... worried about that guy. What was your costume? Oh, I was a zookeeper. <laughs> I was a zookeeper. <laughs> Haley was a tiger. It played. Yeah, all right, played all well. right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, I, I... By the way, Zach the zookeeper, like, 
That's your Lopez. second drink. That's your way. second one. I'll drink for that one. That one was worth it. I'll tell you what. That one was worth <laughs> it. Um, what's, what's the outlook on this team for next year? Uh, I, You know, of course, the season just ended, so you're soaking this one in. But um, lots of guys coming back. I mean, Mookie Betts, uh, if he didn't solidify himself in this organization as, like, the next up-and-coming person, I don't know who would. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is going to be health. You want to get Pedroia healthy because second base was just such a, <coughs> a sore Yeah, and he does without Pedroia this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he only played three games all year, so it's not like he would, had to be there. I mean, they figured it out defensively with Kinsler or Holt. I just I don't like that spot in the in the lineup. Um, but And then Chris Sale, got to get that guy healthy again. Got to get him spinning the ball. I think health is just the biggest thing. I mean, your pitching staff's got to get healthier and deeper. I think your your lineup is fine. You got some contracts you got to deal with, but ultimately, it's being a healthy team to be able to come back and be as aggressive as you were this year. The, yeah. I think the aggressiveness is the biggest thing to keep going. Yeah. Looking at next year, the Red Sox and the Astros opened this morning as six to one favorites to win the World Series next yeah, year. Yeah, they're big odds on to to go back either one of them and and i believe it i mean they're both very similar i agree with that um up until this point is that the worst thing that could have happened for boston is boston winning last night because guess what's going to happen the yankees are going to go out there and pay someone a lot of money they're either going to pay bryce harper or they're going to pay whatever that dude's name is machada well, the Yankees have come out and said they're pretty much no longer interested in Machado. The Dodgers are pretty much no longer interested in bringing Machado back. Machado lost himself a ton of money this postseason. Right? Absolutely, especially blowing bubbles on his way to first. Man, I don't even care about that. Honestly, I could care less about <gasps> the, the greatest bubble. thing ever. Like the bubble has nothing to do with him running. There's there's nothing relevant between him blowing a bubble and running fast like, i got a question here's the thing if you run that's it, the problem with baseball there should be <laughs> extra points given for style like that it is style points i mean i'm okay with it i have no problem with that i don't understand the explosion about it it's ridiculous so let me ask you this when you're running as fast as you possibly can what in your right do you think that <coughs> oh i'm coughing from this um do you think that your mind just subconsciously says, oh, shit, it's time for you to blow a bubble? <laughs> or do you have to think about blowing the bubble? No, so I'm going to give you the baseball perspective. I just feel like chewing gum comes pretty secondhand. And right. some guys honestly chew the fuck out of gum. <laughs> like, Francona is one that he will throw in a piece almost every inning and just constantly chew gum. Like, those jaws are so strong. So it's just natural habit. And I feel like you're already breathing a little harder anyway. Oh, yeah. So it's only easier to He's blow a bubble. bubble. And he got a fantastic. nice bubble out of it. It was like, it's good. It's a good-sized bubble. It was good. I don't know why we're mad about it. But no one's mad. I, no, think, it's, no one's I mad. think it's fantastic. You sound a little mad. No, I, I just know Dale's mad. And he's he's hot under his collar right now. He's itching at home, <laughs> so I'm just trying to get him a little more. Just That's what we do on this podcast. Dig. As long as we can piss Dale off every dig. once in a while. Um but yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, congratulations to the Red Sox. I think it was uh, the best team won, I think. You know, I don't think that another team deserved it over the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it would come down to them or Houston. Um, yeah, I think and their they series dominated. was a better series. Well, better than the Dodgers. Well, they, they just, they did what they needed to do. I mean, they, they never once, it never once looked like they were losing it they never flinched no matter how many runs they gave back up like that was the i think that was the biggest tell of everything was they never flinched at any moment and that's huge for a playoff team yeah the red Sox, obviously the win of the season but the winner of the weekend has got to be the texas rangers who had the best tweet no texas rangers tweet out hey at dodgers the support group for back-to-back world series losers meets on tuesday yeah and they're in that group. That's why it's awesome. They're just trolling themselves. It's self-deprecating and it's an embarrassment. It's awesome. <laughs> and the next year, the did Rangers will not win the World Series. But they did, will be better than they were lot this year. Did, which did you, is that's not, not saying much. Did you see what the Giants Twitter account did? What they say? The Giants one was a little bit better because theirs was talking about their participation trophies. Because they've both been to two and in like recent memory and San Francisco has won theirs. 
And it's just like San Francisco sitting back with like World Series trophies, and then the Dodgers, Kershaw and Puig just have little participation trophies. It's a it's a pretty funny little comic. Uh, but that's enough baseball it. talk. We'll have a little bit more. We also much. had a sports equinox this weekend. Ballad, why don't you uh, let the people know what that is? Sports equinox is only a couple rare times in the year when all the major professional sports happen at once. This Sunday we had. NFL, obviously, mm-hmm. NBA, mm-hmm. MLB, NHL, and even slipped in a little bit of MLS soccer there, which, you know, all we were missing was a UFC fight and a golf match, But yeah. even though that's a hobby. But, you know, pretty pretty good uh, little sports equinox on Sunday. Right. We should have been in a position to warn people for it. Like, you should, you should be ready for this, but it came, it went... Much like most things that happen in outer space, you know, I sure. find out about these things like thirty minutes beforehand. So, oh yeah, um, yeah, you just don't want to stare straight at it. That's the big thing. Oh yeah, yeah you can't. Hundred percent. No, you'll 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 hurt yourself. That um, piece of shit. Before we hit a break, did, we we told everyone we have the over, right? Yeah. All right, it's three zero at the uh, top of the second. Yeah, and all my top players that I need to score are not scoring, so this yeah. is great. It's fantastic. Oh, I forgot we have a we have a fantasy angle this week too, right? Yeah, we'll, we get, we'll get into more of that angles. after the break. Okay. Uh, so we'll get a little bit of music real quick and come back with some more sports buzz. Buzz. Well, y'all come back now. You hear? That's how you bring us back from a break, Dale, and we move on to the NFL Week 8 recap. Let's do it. Let's start off with some guys are getting new jobs, or should we say losing their current ones. Cleveland <coughs> moves away from not only Hugh Jackson, but also offensive coordinator Todd Haley the Monday following uh, Week 8. Guys, is this something we've been expecting for a real long time? I guess talk. Todd Haley's only been there a season, so maybe a little surprising, but uh, what are your initial thoughts on Cleveland shaking it up at the uh, coaching positions? I mean, it should have happened at the end of last year. Whenever you go through a defeated season, I don't know how anyone keeps their job. Just saying. Uh, I don't know either. I mean, the Browns have won. I mean, Hugh Jackson doubled his win total and added a tie to it. Yeah. I mean, how games. do you fire a guy like that who's been outperforming They're on the up and up. his record right now? No, uh Todd Haley not or uh, Hugh Jackson not very good. I mean, that's to say Todd Haley is not very good either. They got rid of the two old grumpy guys from when I was watching on Hard Knocks. Yeah. And let me tell you something, fellas, bad coaching, that shit is contagious. It's contagious, man. It's true. I feel bad for Hugh Jackson because of the losses he's had over, you know, watching Hard Knocks and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, dude, he shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, you have Jarvis Landry, and you don't even get the guy the ball. He's your best offensive weapon, um, and he hardly sees the ball. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. You trade away Josh Gordon for nothing. Or I take that back. You release Josh Gordon for nothing. Um, it's, it's, it's unimaginable. I don't understand it. Um, bring in Des Bryant, do something to spark this offense. Um, I don't know. I, I got questions for management all the way down. I have a feeling that the Browns front office fired Hugh Jackson and 10 minutes later, Todd Haley ran into the front office, threw a fit and said, you better make me head coach. And they weren't even planning on firing him. They're like, you know what? You got to go to Haley. You got to go. Yeah. Sounds like Todd Haley. Makes yeah, easy, yeah. Makes, makes total sense. Uh, another coaching let go news: the Dallas Cowboys fired their offensive line coach and promote. <coughs> oh, another former player, Mark Colombo. Guys, oh, how do wonderful. you how do you guys feel about two like recently former players now having instructive coaching duties on this Cowboys team while your head coach in his eighth season is a bundling 
yet another season. I can't stand it. I wish we'd send more people to the broadcast booth like we did with Jason Wynn and Tony Romo. They're 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 doing better than any of the coaches that we've had promoted to those types of positions. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, not only that, you have uh, the Cowboys trading a, or trading a first-round pick for Amari Cooper, which is way overpaying for a guy who's mediocre at best. And, I mean, and not one hundred percent healthy. Not one hundred percent healthy. He hasn't had a great season in two years. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. So um, they need to clean house. Is what they need to do. I don't think Dak Prescott's the answer. Um, they got a lot of questions about it, man. Um, the line coach is like. Pfft, chump change i mean yeah i mean with scott linehan and jason garrett still around you've still got other issues 100 percent. i mean and jerry's luck you know well at the end of the day the, the, the walking crypt keeper for now all right so so let me let me let me put it like this right um the offensive line all right we're averaging over 130 yards rushing a game which i'm pretty sure is fourth in the nfl and Dak Prescott has gotten sacked more this year than he did his this last year. So it's more pass blocking than anything else. But at the end of the day, like, what is your team defined as? Like, you should be a run first team with Zeke Elliott. Like, I, I don't understand that at all. They want to become something that they're not really primed to do right now. So that's what doesn't make sense to me in this entire entire thing it's more of the offensive coordinator than it is the line coach like let's be honest well and if you're really that worried about your offensive line roll him out get him out of the pocket let him move and throw which was what he's decent at you know that's exactly what i'm saying he's not great at the deep deep ball but he's good at getting on the move and throwing the ball a little downfield getting that momentum behind him i think the cowboys just they need a little bit to get shaken up a little more they need that tree to get shook i just want to say that all offseason, I said the Cowboys are going to be dog shit. And it has made being a Cowboys fan so much easier this season. Just like going in with the lowest expectations. Oh, that's the worst feeling. It has, you know, in the summertime it felt like shit. But now it feels great. Just like just knowing that I was is right about the Cowboys being terrible, it makes the whole thing a lot easier to manage. And <clears throat> I'm sure we could spend another 20 minutes bitching about the Cowboys and Dales here. But we got to move on. To the game that's in London this week, Eagles take down Jaguars twenty four eighteen. Surprise at this one? The Not biggest, at all. The biggest surprise I have is Blake Bortles was three and zero going into the game in London game, so he does lose his first London game ever. Didn't he get benched? No, he did not get benched this week. Okay. last week for okay. Cody Kessler. Yeah, I actually thought it was going to be worse than this. I thought the Eagles were going to dominate a little bit more. Um, I mean, it was it was a it was a close game. I mean, it, it wasn't a uh, a for sure win by any stretch of the imagination. But um, the Eagles definitely haven't found their form yet. I don't know what team this is going to be. The hard part for the Eagles right now is that they're without um, you know Jay Ajayi. They're without uh, Darren Sproles. Um, they're relying basically on Smallwood in the backfield to really yeah. handle a lot of the load. Clement's and, and been disappointing tough. as well. Yeah. But uh, Josh Adams actually stepped into the role and played a big part. He had several yeah, he huge did. gains at running back. So, I mean, the Eagles luckily are playing in the bad NFC East, so they got some time to still fix some things. Yeah, they're there. I mean, um, their defense isn't bad still. The the Washington, you know, terrible names are leading the division right now, which is pretty sad. So, some person. Jacksonville's done. I don't know what Jacksonville's going to do. I mean, they, they need to figure it out. That defense has given up. Oh, they're screwed. They're I mean, de- they're dead in the water. Yeah, they're dead in the water. They, I mean, they, they really are. Because last year, their Achilles heel was the defense, and their defense hasn't shown up that much at all this year. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Jaguars and possibly benched big, uh, Blake Borles, the Bengals beat the Buccaneers 37 to 34. Uh, Winston sees the bench after throwing a pick six. Fitzpatrick comes in, can't can't get the W, but it's been announced that Fitzpatrick will start this week. I thought it was premature that they pulled Fitz Magic in the first place, and it is only coming to bite them in the ass. Jameis Winston has flashes of greatness, but the kid is too immature to be an NFL quarterback. <coughs> I mean, it's embarrassing by every stretch of the imagination. The the Bucks come back. And tie this game with a two-point conversion just to have their defense blow it at the end and give up a last-second field goal. They should have took this game into overtime and actually had a chance to win it. Uh, 
I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick shows you why he is still in this league. That guy's determined. He went straight crazy eyes after that two-point conversion, just yelling on the field. It's great to see. It, it's fantastic to see. I think Jameis' time in Tampa is done. Um, You know, he sat out the first, what, three games of the season, came back and played like crap the entire time. He has thrown, I think, ten interceptions already this year. Yeah, send his ass to Buffalo. Um, He's had two games with four picks. Yeah, That's terrible. It's, it's, it's absolutely atrocious. So, um, Send his ass to the, Buffalo. The tape's out on him. He's not that good. Um, he is the next Vince Young. I was just about to say. So, he's got Vince Young written all over. Yeah, him. I mean, get the steakhouse ready. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna sell his name too, and then sell that steakhouse. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. Uh. Oh no, he's gonna have a seafood restaurant. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah. I need he that. might steal all the seafood though. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick's team at this point going forward. Panthers beat the Ravens 36-21. I don't care at all about this game, but did you guys see what Cam Newton showed up to the facility wearing? This is not NFL quarterback attire. This, this I expect this junk in the postgame. In the pregame, though, you got to come game ready, man. This is not good. What does he have a briefcase for? Like, ultimately, like, what I want to know... <laughs> He's going to work, dude. ...is why do you have this satchel briefcase, like... This right. is unbelievable. You, it's so high fashion, though. He's got about it is, he's got about five <laughs> inches between his ankle and where the pants <laughs> stops, and he's wearing low ankle socks with these leather shoe sneakers, and like it's suede everything, trench coat, pants with the turtleneck. I mean, and, his and, and a camo camo doesn't hat. make any sense. It's super fly though. There's nothing the, fly about it. The, the only thing fly things the brothers have seen Hold since '98. The, the only thing fly about it is the jacket. Like, let's be honest. The only thing fly about is the jacket. Everything else is terrible. The only make, right? and the only thing that makes it fly is it looks it has wings. Like he might just flap away in the wind. Like I, I, I don't want this. Put a suit on. What the hell? <laughs> terrible, Cam. This, be this better. My favorite is in that thread. Someone goes, "My QB," and it's Matt Ryan in like a black. <laughs> plain t-shirt like yeah. yeah he's white yeah we get it yeah uh rams beat the packers 29 to 27 did you guys see the last play of this game yes 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 For those who did not todd Gurley gets a was it a long run I, I, it was he busted one out and kneeled it at the one yard line to end the game the interesting thing is a Todd Gurley touchdown would have made the Rams cover and it would have pushed the total over. It was like 57 or something like that was the total. So, and not to mention all the fantasy owners who could have probably enjoyed that touchdown. Todd Gurley, what the fuck? So, did you see the sequence that led up to that? I did not. All right. So, um, the Rams come down, they kick a field goal. They they uh, go yeah. up on the Packers by I think one or two. 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 Yeah. Rogers is gonna get the ball back with two minutes left on the clock. They're expecting right. Rogers to get the ball back. Ball gets kicked into the end zone. Ty Montgomery takes it out of the end zone, fumbles the ball. Idiot. To be to be fair, it's like two 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 to three yards in the end zone. It's it doesn't not- matter. You have Aaron Rodgers. You don't <laughs> You take just, a knee. You I'm give him saying. the ball with two minutes left with a timeout. For like, context, I'm just saying. You don't fucking take the ball out. I'm just saying. Dude takes the ball out, fumbles the ball. Rams get the ball with the game. Doesn't I mean, he, doesn't even like fumble it. Like he gets stood up and then the ball gets taken out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, the game. so, I mean, it, it could have been a Aaron Rodgers comeback and it ended up being that. So it shouldn't even have gotten to that point. Both, both would have been great for the over. Both would have been great. Sure. That just shows you how much of the GOAT Todd Gurley is because he didn't even have to score touchdowns. <laughs> you just know he's got it. Uh, Saints beat the Vikings 30-20. Uh, to 20. Saints are good, man. I don't care who you are. Saints are good. Stop. They got weapons everywhere. Drew Brees is uh, the mini GOAT. He's not a GOAT. He's good. If he's GOAT, he's getting cut up in Cabrito for dinner. Dude, he's got the most pass yards. Fuck Drew Brees. Move on. Austin Next Prodigy. Game. Do you not like Drew Brees because he whipped you in fantasy next, this week? Next game. 
Uh, that's the last game I have to talk about, but there are some people in the trade market that are kind of interesting. Ooh. Uh, Golden Tate on the trade block. Uh, New England Patriots among the teams that could be interested in them. Why? Slot. You got Julian Edelman. Oh! Ah! Hey! 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 Uh! 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 Golden Tate! Uh! I don't know what that was. That was Hermitude. Um, that was that was definitely Hermitude. That was. You think it's still going? No, it's not. Um. All right. Well, if we're done with games, let's go ahead and go straight into roster rage because we'll get to roster bait later. Drew Brees is a fucking piece of shit. I own Drew Brees in multiple leagues. And what the fuck is all I have to say? Six point, some bullshit point. It doesn't even matter. Dude, Tyson Hill, bro. It's fucking irrelevant. Don't talk about Tyson Hill. That guy is a nobody special teamer, and he will be his whole life. Fuck you, Tyson Hill. And fuck you, Drew Brees. There's a fight going on right now in our show bet. But it doesn't matter because they're not as fired up as I am right now. Because Drew Brees, let me be honest, you fucked me. And I'm not happy about it. Uh, do you have him in our league? Yes. Do you I have to... him in both my you... Yahoo leagues. Would you like to trade him? Yes. <laughs> he's yours. Tevin Coleman, he's yours too. Ooh, love it. Uh, give, give us your roster bait while, while you have the mic. Well, I just want to say, <laughs> I'm really proud of my boy, Stefan Diggs, this week. Mm. I was just looking at that. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he just, he warms my heart. I'll let, I'll let you talk about Stefan Diggs. No, no, you can have him. You talk okay. about him. Okay. I got other places I, place I can roster has been about. underperforming for me lately. And Dale wanted to talk shit about my guy last week and be like, oh, well, Adam Thielen, he's so magical. I'm in love with Adam Thielen. Guess what, Dale? Adam Thielen is fucking nobody this week. Stefan Diggs, 11 targets, 10 catches. 119 yards and a touchdown, 28.9 <laughs> points. Mm. My boy, Stefan Diggs, coming through for me this week. Classy. Absolute classy. Val, what do you got? I'm going to start with a roster rage. This one goes out to a gentleman we already talked about tonight, uh, Corey Clement. You know, we talk about all the wide, the problems the Eagles are having at running back, where all that should sound like to Mr. Clement is, ooh, opportunity. I've got a chance to go out there and really make something happen. Corey Clement, six fucking yards. Six yards. I don't care if you're over in London and they measure the field in meters. Six is not enough, okay? One point. One point for Mr. Clement. If you can call him Mr. Clement anymore. Just awful. Uh, Roster bait, though. I'm going to roster bait to not the highest score on my team this week. Because I have a lot of those in my in my family league, but uh, I just want to give a shout out and a little uh, tug and pull to Mister Philip Lindsay, running back of the Denver Broncos, coming up first twenty point game of the season, twenty point two in my book, and someone you pick up off rosters. It's like you know you pick you know pick someone up off the street. You don't really expect that you're going to be uh, roster baiting to them, and then here you are. Dick in hand, letting them have it. So, uh, Mr. Lindsay, thank you for, for getting done for me this weekend. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, definitely roster baiting to Alvin Kamara again this week. The dude is an animal, putting up mad points. Uh, you got to love the rushing touchdowns, but more importantly, the passing touchdowns. And all the catches out of the backfield. Dude's an animal in PPR. Love it. Uh Roster raging at our commissioner this year uh, for uh, not accepting a trade that was completely liable. I mean, I had every everything in line. You're right, you were liable. It was it was it was absolute trash, and uh, I'm protesting on this podcast. Other than that, my team is fucking flawless. <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome for keeping your team intact. Um, <laughs> My team is falling apart. <laughs> well, let's talk trade later. Oh, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, why don't we move into first impressions? First impressions. Uh, I oh, wanna... I, I just want to touch on this. Yeah, I, I, I would have roster baited to Antonio Brown in two leagues, but uh, between getting my new phone and being a we- in a wedding, 
and then getting locked out of my ESPN account. I could not put Antonio Brown in a lineup after the bye, so he sat on my bench with two touchdowns in two leagues. Oh my god, you <laughs> idiot. That is trash. That is so unfortunate. unfortunate. Straight uh, trash. I just want to give a, tr- a quick trend. From, no wonder you're doing shitty in your leagues. From first impressions. I went back and looked at some of the... Uh, I was looking at last week. And in, in the one game that we all picked the same, Dolphins-Texans, of course, none of us were right. So I went back and looked a little bit further. Almost, like, probably like 90% of the time that we are all on the same side, that team loses. Sometimes outright. So it's like our betting pony right there. Yeah, it's, it's if we all think it's right, then it's definitely wrong. I'll, and I'll say last week, last week, any time that there was only one person, there's three of us, one person against two, that person was right. Yes. Which, that was mostly me. Well, actually, you went, you got zero games right in the NFL last week. Oh. So, uh... How, how did I do the week before? Uh, the week before, we don't go back that far. So, oh, far. uh... We will, uh, we will have to see. But this week, we're going to start off with the Raiders on Thursday night, taking on the 49ers. Uh, the Raiders right now are a three-point favorite. Coach, what's your first impression? My first impression, if you're listening to me, is take the over. This thing's going to be a shootout. Nobody's going to play defense. And my boy Marquise Goodwin is coming up live. Yeah, stop making all that sound, you dick. <laughs> I didn't know, man. I got I got the 49ers in a shootout. Um I am also going to take the 49ers in a shootout. If if it is going to be a shootout, oh actually wait no, I want the Raiders then. If you're in, it's going to be a shootout, you want the points. Give me the Raiders. Raiders Jack. don't have Amari Cooper. They're without Marshawn Lynch. Come on, 49ers. They're, they're the muscle hamster. Nah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they got CG Beathard though, so oh yeah, that's uh, that's a liability. Nah, not really. Not against those guys. Jets traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Mm. Dolphins, a three point home favorite. First impression. Jets are trash. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, I'm taking the Jets here, uh, just to spite you, uh, mm. Coach. Do we know if Tannehill starting? It or doesn't is matter. He dead in the water. It doesn't even matter. The Jets are trash. You're right. Brock Osweiler, goat. He was hand-selected by himself, John Elway. I'm going with Dolphins. Love it. The Steelers traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens, where the Ravens are a three-point favorite. First impression. My first impression is our show bet graphic right now is just showing all of the quarterbacks for the Bills that are dead in the water falling over Niagara Falls. <laughs> this is absolutely the most hilarious thing I've ever seen on Monday Night Football. That being said, I forgot what game you asked. Steelers-Ravens. <laughs> Ravens by three. Dude, I was spinning my phone over here too, and now that's how we just stop it again. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll edit that. Don't worry about that. Uh, There's going to be no editing. There will be no editing. Ravens by three. Justin Tucker doesn't miss anything. Ravens win. Ooh. Could that one time. Fancy. Uh, so you're taking the Ravens here. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm taking the Steelers. Give me the points on the road. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, please, please be back for this game. Do you still have him on your bench? Of course I still He's have him on He's not coming back till week 10. Yeah. It'll be week 10. Is it not week 10 yet? Nah. Not quite. Not yet. All right. I'm still we taking, just did week eight still eight taking the points and taking the Steelers. <laughs> I'll also take the Steelers. Baltimore only scores touchdowns. They can't get field goals. I mean, that's 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 their that's their shitty part about them this year. I mean, I'm just hedging my bet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Ravens, but then I'm gonna start Antonio Brown this week. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Chad, the Rams gonna go down to the Big Easy, <laughs> take on the Saints in New Orleans, where the Saints are a one and a half point home favorite. First impression. Oh, that's a really good line. Um, oh, this is tough. I like the Saints at home. But the end, supposedly Drew Brees sucks. So uh, let's take the Rams here on the road. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams here too. They're the best team of football, and I've yet to find anything that makes me think different. Uh, Drew Brees in a dome, hard to hard to bet against, but I will here because I am not smart. Rams. Brees in the dome. 
comeback game of the week. The old man comes through in a funky, funky, fresh matchup. <gasps> Perfect. Right Love back at it. you, Coach. Your Patriots are going to host the Packers on Sunday night. Bringing in old Aaron Rodgers into, into Foxborough. Patriots are a six-and-a-half-point favorite on a Sunday night. What's your first impression? My first impression is Aaron Rodgers is coming to town, but the ghost of Aaron Hernandez hasn't left. This game is super crunk, and the Patriots win. Uh, I will take... I got to make a difference there. Just catch the P. Uh, I'll take the... God, I guess I got... Mm. <coughs> uh, give me the Packers. I'll take the points. I don't know why. Boston's just too good in this century. Yeah, I think... Uh, you know what I think is? I think all of the Boston sports fans are going to be too hungover from their World Series uh, celebration. No home field advantage for the Patriots. Packers capitalize. Give me the Packers. Yeah, six and a half points is a lot with Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it's closer than that. So give me the Packers and the points. Uh, Chad, on Monday night, our last game of the evening, the Titans going to travel to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. What's your first impression? Titans. Uh, my lock of the week is that we're recording on Tuesday next week, so I'm not going to watch this shit on a Monday night and have to watch my Cowboys ruin this podcast. So um, I will also take the, the Titans here. I have no faith in the Cowboys. And next week we'll be recording on a Tuesday, so mm. stay tuned. So. Coach, first impression. My first impression. And their last impression of the night. My first impression is this. Mike Vrabel, yeah, he played for the Patriots, so he knows how to watch other sidelines and steal their shit. He's going to steal a terrible dumpster fire. Cowboys win. I was really hoping that you were going to take the (laughs) Titans here because then we would have been all across the board Titans and the Cowboys would have had to win. I wasn't going to do that. I know. Such an asshole. It's bummer. (laughs) I can't believe we never got into uh, the new head coach of the Browns in the interim basis, Greg Williams, and Bounty Gate. So are the Browns players going to be paid for illegal hits on quarterbacks? They should be paid for illegally hitting their own quarterback at practice <laughs> because they need to figure that shit out. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just say. Moving on to the nightcap. Oh, which is yeah. Sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. For any, every, and all occasions. That is right, at Strangeland Brew. Gentlemen. Speaking of caps. Yeah, as we mentioned. (laughs) I uh, wore my 2007 World Series Boston Champions hat cap. Well, it is a ball cap. Should have wore that hat more when you had that mullet. Uh, But (laughs) the. There's been a LeBron sighting or him wearing a a Beto hat, a vote Beto hat, which has got a lot. Beto for Senate. Which has a lot of people, a lot of people real upset, and uh, I'm not one of them. Um, I don't, I don't really care what kind of hat LeBron James wears. I'm more upset that he wears hats at all because there's nothing better than laughing at that hairline. That's true. That's super true. Do you have anything else? To no, I thought you were going somewhere with that. No, no, no. I, I, I was, I was getting off his his point there. Oh well, let me say, it. I'm a fan of caps. I'm a fan of hats. I'm a friend. I'm a fan of flat bills. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Cam Newton. I mean, he's got a haberdashery of sorts. <laughs> Fucking gnats in here, Ballad. Well, Dale didn't so- clean up the beer well- cans, and there was a beer can left in here. All right, no wonder you right. It's Dale's week. fucking fault. All right, uh, I'll make this short and sweet. What I'm really mad about is the nerve of LeBron James to talk about politics. I mean, this guy's a is a world-class actor. I've seen Space Jam 2. It's it's great. It's fantastic. It's everything I wanted in a sequel. That's true. So this guy just needs to stick to his day job, which is acting, and get his opinions off my head. <laughs> Does he just need to stay in his lane? No swerving, LeBron. This is L.A. It's a traffic jam. Um, I do like how all of these political outlets... Can't say that LeBron James wore a a Beto hat. They all say that he donned a Beto hat. Like, oh. which was, that's, that's, I like think he that, took it. Like he took it from a fan and was like, you know, that's a nice hat. Let me try that hat on. Hey, let me let me borrow let, that let, and never give it back. Let me let me peep that real quick. And hey, let me don this hat real quick. Yeah, uh, he did wear it at 
the San Antonio Spurs game. Okay. So, you know, for all those people out for there. For context. For context. Hmm. Um, yeah, I love the people who are yelling like, you can't even vote in Texas. Why are you Why are you wearing that? Like, no, I, I agree. I don't want his opinion. I don't care. Keep it to yourself, LeBron. How dare you preach your opinion in my state? Oh, yeah. It's like anyone coming to uh, help out any political candidates. Just stay away. Yeah, just go, go away. Um, so we're uh, we're not here to tell you how to vote. We're just telling you here to vote yep. and to not vote for Cruz. That's all we're saying. So uh, <laughs> I'm not telling you who to vote for, just uh, to vote. And, and if you didn't get early voting, November 6th, get out to the polls in your precinct. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here on the Sports Buzz. Uh, we're going to vote yes. on Chad's nickety name coming up in our amateur hour later this week. Yeah, we are. So uh, we're going to talk some Texas 10 and uh, what needs to get fixed on the old 40 acres. So check that out a little later this week. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here on the Pro Show for Solid. Sports Buzz this week. Chad, thanks for joining me this week. Hopefully it's the last uh, episode where I don't have a name. Hopefully it's the last time I call you that because I'm tired of it. Mr. Ballad, thanks for pushing the buttons, hosting us exactly. on, the, on the podcast. Hank Hill, dude, a fantastic <coughs> job. For Domingo the Flamingo, Lana the Hamster, I'm your host, Coach, and we are out. Peace. Son, have you lost your mind?